It's May 22nd, and this is the Cream City Pacers Weekly Rundown. Happy Memorial Day weekend, running fam. I miss you guys. I hope your week has been filled with some miles and some awesome workouts. Also, the beginning of this week was filled with a ton of rain, and I didn't get much running in at the beginning of the week. But you know me, I'm doing those Peloton workouts on rainy days. Thanks for joining us this week for another weekly rundown. As always, we drop these every Friday. We use this time to talk about what's happening in the Milwaukee running scene on a real-time stream. From upcoming races to relevant topics, which mostly it's just been relevant topics. But we do have one race to talk about today. We got you covered, whatever it is. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Apostoli Everniatis. Hey, Alex. Hey, Milwaukee. I've missed you too. And I truly have missed you, Alex. I've missed having you across from me for these uh, weekly rundowns. Can I be like the people uh, protesting and say, is this over yet? Can, can we get our hair cut? I'm going to make a sign. Can I have my podcast co-host back? Totally joking. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not agreeing with those people. I'm not agreeing with the, no, I'm not going to take a side on this one. So, but I do miss you, Alex. Yeah. And that's going to change this weekend, but we're going to hold that news till later in the show because we're going to see each other. What? What? Are we? Yeah, but first we have announcements, announcements, announcements. We have a brand spanking new episode coming out on Monday with Olympic hopeful John DeWitt. For those of you know that, that know John, I'm super jealous because I just got to know him when we recorded this show and he's literally the best. Uh, if you don't know John, John ran at the Olympic marathon trials in Atlanta back in February. He also ran in Los Angeles back in 2016. So we had an awesome time. We talked about the marathon leading up to it, training. We brought it home and talked about Milwaukee and some of his favorite places to run and just, you know, it was, it was a really good time. We also talked about our love for Taylor Swift. Oops, I think I've said yeah, too much. <laughs> Yeah, you guys bonded over that quite a bit. It was uh, very surreal, to say the least. I mean, I don't want to get—I don't want to give it away because I thought that's a fun part of the episode. But John's a huge Taylor Swift fan, and we listen to Taylor Swift about seventy times a day because it calms the girls down. But also, we have like insane dance parties with it. So, yeah, big Swifties over here. <laughs> All right, that—that that was the big announcement. So we have a new episode coming out, which is exciting. So you guys will have to tune in for that. Can I just say that, you know, it's been a year since we've been doing this podcast. And John DeWitt is from Milwaukee. And he is the in the top 100 fastest marathon runners in America. And he's on the podcast, which is kind of cool. It's very cool. And he's also a very cool dude. So kudos to you, Alex, for, for, for getting John on the podcast. It was it was a very good episode. Thanks. We'll see what you guys have to say when you hear it. All right, so some other news. Um, I just finished the book 
titled, What I Talk About When I Talk About Running. Abastoli, do you know who it's by? I gave it to you. I know, but I can't say the guy's name. <laughs> Not only am I oh, bad, no, it's of course, am I bad with names, so. yes, and then um, the author, Mur um, uh, I don't even want to try it. You say Murakami. it. Murakami. Yeah. Murakami. Good job. Thank you. Good job. Anyways, if you guys haven't run that, I recommend it. It's like a super quick read. It's about this guy who just kind of journals uh, his running. He's an he's a uh, an author. He writes a lot of novels. I thought it was pretty cool. It was like you know I run a lot and I I don't really think about running. Like if I wrote all these feelings down that you go through and what you experience, so it was like kind of cool reading those words and then thinking you know yourself and how this all actually like yeah we have these same feelings we're all runners we all go through the same thing it's just we all experience mm -hmm. it a little bit different so i think i thought it brought a cool perspective i think you read it like years ago because you gave me the book I, I it was actually gifted to me by my friend justin uh went to college with him and he learned at the time that i had started running and he's a big murakami fan so he mailed it to me uh and I started reading it. I think I went just about 75% into it. And I, I remember little bits and, and pieces of it. I do remember one thing that kind of st strikes out in my mind was when he mentions how he, what it's like to meet the same people on your runs, on your daily runs. He talks about how he meets the same person. And then if that person is not there on a certain day, he's like, huh, I wonder if they're okay. So, I've have definitely have had that happen uh, in my in many of my runs and many routes that I would do on uh, on a routinely routine basis. Yeah, that was a good point. There's so a, it's the small things. He's very he's very descriptive. I feel like that's what I remember of it. He's would you say that's correct? Very descriptive for you know just going for a run and training and everything he's feeling. He's really good at detailing it out and explaining it in a way you know that everyone can relate to, which is. Pretty cool, because if you asked me how my run went or looked at my running doc, it would just say, uh, tired, <laughs> hot, cold, rainy. Not very not very descriptive. Ha basically <laughs> hashtags, anything that you can put in hashtags. Yeah. Or use an emoji for, like that's, that's, <laughs> that's why this is go. a podcast and not a blog. <laughs> Anyways, that's a, that's a good book. We'll link it in the show notes if you guys want to go check that out. Uh, also, friend of the pod, Dan Sivertson, uh, OMG running buddy of ours, messaged us about this cool virtual run across Tennessee uh, that La uh, Laz, I like how Dan put, it, put this, demented genius behind the Barkley Marathon. So since there was no Barkley Marathon, Laz um, put together this virtual race. Basically, it's a thousand kilometer race that you're supposed to do between may and august 31st so it's like an accumulation of miles and it's basically running across the entire state of tennessee so you can sign up for this and whenever you sign up since it's after may 1st like your miles start the day you start anyways dan said a bunch of people in omg are doing it to keep focused and building miles over the summer so i thought that was pretty cool i checked it out it looks sweet uh, we'll link to it. The crazy thing is, is Dan messaged us this last week and he said a few runners have already finished the thousand mile mm. challenge. So only took me, two weeks for them to do that. Now let me ask you, uh, and maybe we'll have to explain to our listeners what the Berkeley Marathon is, the marathons, Berkeley Marathons. Berkeley. Uh, Berkeley, 
Berkeley. Thank you. Maybe you should explain to me too what Berkeley Americans Here, here's our deal. Say it, you say, you say, he's a big you say names, I'll say race names. That's our partnership. Oh, from ah, okay, got it. Now, he, that guy that put it together, Laz, he's a big prankster from what I, from what I have seen. And his races are, are basically a mind game. See, I, I avoided swearing there. So um, <laughs> Christina and Maria will be happy. So uh, yeah, they're a big mind game and people joining these races typically don't know what they're in for sometimes. Uh, do you think there's an element of that in this one? Is there is there a way for him to put an element of that? Because he loves that. You can tell he's just sadistic in a, in a way. When I watched the, the documentary, he was pretty sadistic about what people went through. People were almost dying and he'd be like laughing and saying, Haha, see, I told you he was not going to make it. So what, what is the, what, what are the Barkley marathons, Mr. Alex? Oh, so where did, so the, the, to answer your question about the race, my guess it was just kind of like uh, who can finish it first type of thing. You know what I mean? So the challenge of who can do this first, because it's, you know, it's, it's a pretty good distance. So who's going to accomplish it? Is someone just going to like go crazy or are they going to try to spread it out over a couple of weeks? But the winners are done. I haven't looked at any of the data. Uh, the link we have, it looks like you can track people's progress. Um, pulling it up. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff I'd have to like sift through this. But the Barclays Marathon is crazy. It's in Tennessee. And like Abastoli was saying, Laz puts it on. And it's, um, I forget what park it's in. But you're supposed to do, uh, it's five loops. And each loop is a marathon. But it's it's never the same course every year. And it's just this crazy extreme people who run this. I think out of how many entries they allow a year, which I don't remember offhand, a hundred. Yeah, not even. I don't think it's. There's four. So it's a hundred. It's only a hundred miles, but it's super super hard. It's not five marathons. So it's four marathons. It's, still. It's four marathons because it's like a hundred miles, but like you know some miles. laps. So there's not like laps. You have to go out and then there's checkpoints where you get a number, right? And then at that checkpoint, there's a book and then you have to pull the page out of your book. So when you complete a lap, you have to show that you got the pages from the book. You prove it, yep. Which is pretty crazy. So here's the thing. And then he starts at different times every year. And then every time you finish a lap, you have to go in the other direction for the second lap. So there's like accomplishments, right? Like usually first timers are just trying to get one lap done. Sometimes they think it's three laps and yeah, three laps is a fun run. Is a fun it. run. Yeah. And usually there's a couple guys left, two people, one, sometimes one, depending on the year competing for it. So then in that case, last sends them in opposite directions and then the first one back wins so at one point on that last lap they could cross paths so it's pretty crazy and you the the uh movies on netflix if you haven't seen it check is it, it out still, it's is it still on I, I know they removed it a while back oh did they yeah maybe it's not worth 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 renting it on on Amazon, if you ask me. Yeah, if you and haven't it, seen it, three bucks, three and, bucks, and you have to pay for it, it's worth it. I mean, I've watched that three or four times because it's so good. Yeah, I remember when you first talked to me about the Barkley Marathons. It took me a year to watch it after you told me. You said that you would think that all these people that are running these crazy races are, you know, that's all they do. They're just professional runners or just live out in the woods and do ultra races. But 
they're they're highly accomplished people. You told me they're PhDs and they're they're owners of big companies and CEOs and uh, that really stuck with me. And I always that's the whenever I tell myself that oh I don't have time to run uh, my business is too much and I cannot I cannot make time for both running and uh, and and you know my professional life. And I remember that what you said, which is. You know, if they can do it, I can go out for a three-mile run tonight. No, that's so true. I think that's one thing that was, like, crazy. It's it's people who, most of these people have normal jobs or started with normal jobs. And they do this because, like, it's this, and they talk about this in the movie, I believe. Um, just, like, failure, like most of these people haven't failed at things in life, whether it's because they've been the best at work or they've always won marathons or other races, right? That this is something that they could fail at and could not achieve and that like drives them to do it. It sounds really crazy to the normal person, but to these people, I guess that's like, that's how their inner inner workings, it's how their clocks tick. I love it. And it won't last a little bit about the Barkley marathons. Didn't the guy say that they always throw in two or three or five people that have no clue and no chance? And they usually quit by like mile 10 or something. Yeah. And I, I remember that one guy that's wearing long pants, like uh, cargo pants with pockets. He's going, I'm going to do this. And he, he, he seems so determined in the beginning. You see, maybe maybe that guy knows what he's doing. He seems extremely confident that he quit by mile mile. Mile five, he was done. It's like you can't run a race with cargo pants. Now we all know. Yeah, it's no joke. I mean, and a race like that isn't all just running like a normal road race or even like a 100-mile ultra. It's completely different. You have to have navigation skills. You have to have, like, skills of nature if you get lost or, you know, get wounded or need no support. Watches. It's crazy. No watches, no GPS devices allowed either. Yep. So. It's crazy. Anyways, go watch crazy. the movie. It's freaking awesome. Highly recommend it. Okay, moving on. Do you want to talk about a running update? Do you have anything you want to chat about? How was your week? I, I did zero miles, thank you. Business is booming again. Well, we're about to reopen. So it's not booming quite yet, but we are very excited for the next chapter because we're doing something very new so new and so confidential that not even Alex, Alex uh, Moen, the uh, Alex Main. <laughs> Did you really just call me Alex Moan? You know why I call you Alex Moan? It's because when I try to call you, I usually tell Siri, hey Siri, call Alex Main. Oh, here she is. Okay, hold on, hold on. We'll do, we'll do this live. Hey Siri, call Alex Main. Alex Mar, Alex Mar. So, so he tries to call Alex Mar. Actually, I used to have the phone number for Alex Mar, and I just erased it because I haven't talked to the guy in years. So I erased the phone number, but he still doesn't get it that you are Alex Main and not Mar. So I call you. I say, Hey Siri, call Alex Moin. Calling Alex Moin mobile. There you go. That's so super. That's cool. why I called you that. Anyway, 
fun little fact. So where was I? I was telling you that you uh, run no miles because you're prepping to open up. So no, I said that I, I haven't even told you what the secret plan is for reopening. You are a marketing uh, guy. You do the marketing for Mimosa. So something, anyway, something. how was your running week? How's how, how your week, sir? How's my week? Well, it was very rainy, like I mentioned at the beginning of the pod. So I didn't really run the beginning of the week, but I hit some workouts on that Peloton app. So I'm feeling good. Got got a nice run in last night. Looks like we have some more nice weather yesterday and today. Looks like we might have rain this weekend. So this is now a weather podcast, but yeah, it's been good. I feel good. I'm, I feel like strong. I feel like. For the last couple of years, I've always said, hey, Alex, you need to stretch, you need to meditate, you need to do hit classes, you need to do strength training, and it's always like, tomorrow, tomorrow, come back from a run, take a shower, sit on the couch, be a bum. And I've been actually committing to that since quarantine. So I've been meditating, stretching, before runs, after runs, foam rolling, doing some strength training, full body, legs, man, I can feel it. And let, let me tell you, if you've never seen me, I don't have a lot of muscles, so I can see some muscles coming in, and I like it. I like it a lot. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Now, on to the main part of the show, the most hyped thing I've been hyped about all week. The title of this episode, The Slowest Mile Challenge. Oh. We are announcing it here on the pod, the Slowest Mile Challenge. What is the Slowest Mile Challenge? I'm sure you could figure it out, but let me talk about it. So, our friends over at Sidious Mag have been promoting some silly time trials that people have been going for since quarantine. Things like fastest mile while being handcuffed, fastest mile while jumping rope, fastest mile while dribbling a basketball, the fastest mile in jeans. Actually, that's happening on May 30th, next weekend. I think they're like live streaming it. So if you want to watch someone break the fastest mile in jean, blue jeans, mm. um, you can go check that out on their website or social channels, Sidious Meg. But what they started doing last week is mm -hmm. called the Slowest Mile Challenge. Hashtag it. <laughs> and what it is, it's how slow can you run a mile? So while everyone's out trying to do time trials and all this stuff, we're going to take it down here on the Cream Cities podcast, and we are announcing that we're going to do a Milwaukee Slowest Mile Challenge. Now, our hometown hero, Molly Seidel, did this for the Sidious Meg Slowest Mile Challenge, and she set the standard. So she did it in 36 minutes. What do you mean she set the standard? She's the second fastest female marathoner in America right now. She set the standard for the slowest mile. She was if you're like, a comp she's competitive, man. No matter what you give her, yeah, so she's got to do it. From my understanding was she was like the first person to do it. That was like big name in the running scene. 36 uh, minutes. So that's kind of like people, some people have been going over it. Uh, some people have been going under it. So Apostoli and I, this Saturday... May 23rd are going to be doing the slowest mile challenge together while social distancing and we're gonna go I'll probably go live from Instagram so we'll Instagram it so you can watch us but we're going to see what we can do I maybe the 20 minutes I don't know maybe we can get 36 minutes well 20 minutes is walking if you walk at a very nice little slow pace that's 
20. I think we could do better than that. Okay, or so worse than that. I did a little practice before this just to kind of get it. It's really, it's a calf burner because it's just so such quick little steps that you end up taking because you've got to be running, right? You can't be walking. So you got to like, it's quick shuffles. So I got the form down. Okay, so what we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing this Saturday. We're going to be promoting it. We're going to be going live on Instagram so you guys can watch us, see how it's done. And then we want all of you listening and all of your friends and family to participate in this. We want to make this huge in Milwaukee. I think this would be funny. I think it would be fun. I think it would be insert other really descriptive adjectives. And for every minute that you run this, we will donate um, a kind wishes to all of you. That's how many wishes we will give out. Yeah, if you do it and you take us, we'll give you a shout out on the podcast in the next two weeks, depending on when you do it. So, all right, there it is. All right. Okay. The Slow Smile Challenge. We're doing it, and we want you guys to be a part of it. To uh, be a part of it really just take a photo take as many photos or videos as you want but take a photo of your watch afterwards saying uh, what you did in one mile we should post the the one from miley side bill it's quite funny it's, it's really it, funny it, it, it's really funny um her i think her, i love her cool down, well I won't, i'm not gonna give it away but it's funny at the end of the video there's a nice little thing she does a cool down and it's like she has a cool down. marathon <laughs> speed <laughs> okay so that's it we're super excited i'm like super amped for this i think it's gonna be hilarious like how slow can you run a mile most of you will probably snicker and not do it shame on you join in on the fun this is a one-time only thing yeah snobs fast ones snobs i don't have time molly molly did it okay come on should i throw my you're better than molly i don't want to throw my wife under the bus but she's like i'm not doing that that's a waste of time Hmm, we don't want that attitude around here. No, she's going to be holding the phone. But she's going to be Instagram lives, documenting probably. this for us. So I Fantastic. I think it's great that she's not participating and so we can get more content because we're all about content here at the Cream City Pacers. Yeah, I, I completely feel you, Christina, by the way. It is, but it's super yeah, funny. Yeah. Like this is like who, I would have never thought this and running would go together but it is and it's going to be great and we're going to be a part of history i love it love it will we be the first people in milwaukee to do the slow smile challenge the answer is yes unless you do it before saturday afternoon slash evening when we do it oh okay so we're gonna not we're gonna release this episode on saturday no we're releasing this episode on friday at 5 a.m i'm just telling people that on saturday we're not gonna be the first people oh man this changes everything Wait, I'm saying I'm challenging people, and if they want to be the first, they gotta get out there, either Friday or Saturday morning, right. and get it done. Okay, it's a deal. Let's 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 see. All right, you guys, do it. This is fun. New episode with John coming out next week. As always, visit creamcitypacers.com to get all our show notes on every episode, whether it's a weekly rundown or a pacer interview. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Cream City Pacers. Until next Friday, keep on running very slow for the Slowest Mile Challenge. Shortest episode ever.